Hey, architecture firm owners and emerging leaders, get ready for unparalleled insight into the development of a world-class architecture firm and a worldwide organization driving the digital transformation of the design and construction industry with Build Smart, the podcast that's changing how our profession operates. We share the incredible stories behind innovation in the building industry with my friend and co-host, Patrick McLaney, FAIA, former CEO of the international architecture firm, HOK. You know, Yamasaki's office or firm lasted during his lifetime. And when he passed away, I think that was the end of the Yamasaki office. Helmut did not want that. He wanted a firm that would live out and grow beyond the founders. In season one, discover the untold stories behind HOK's meteoric rise, from 150 employees in St. Louis to a powerhouse with over 1,900 staff members and 27 offices worldwide. You know, they weren't as polite as the Kojima people. That was just boom. And anytime you have a creditor, whether it's Kojima or the bank, that wants their money, unless you can raise money someplace else, you are out of business. Bankrupt. Bankrupt. And hold on tight for season two, where Patrick takes us on a new adventure as chairman of Building Smart International, shaping the future of digital transformation in the design, construction, and operation of built assets. Ian Howell, Ken Harold, and I, Ken was my technical representative from HOK. The three of us took a tour of Europe of five cities in five days. Very busy time. Simply follow the link in the show notes to subscribe to Build Smart Now and uncover lessons that will transform you and your architecture firm. Welcome to the Entree Architect Studio. Hi, my name is Mark Arlapage, and you are listening to Entree Architect Podcast, where every Friday, I speak with inspiring, passionate people who share their knowledge and expertise all to help you build a better business as a small firm entrepreneur architect. Entree Architect Studio is a series of special bonus episodes where I invite inspiring, passionate people to share their knowledge and information about the building products and the services to help you build better buildings. I'm glad you're here. Let's go see who's joining us today at the Entree Architect Studio. And one more quick note before we get started. This episode was recorded live at AIA Conference in Chicago at the RCAT booth under the Big Red A. So please enjoy the background noise as an added feature to this episode. Let's get to it. So who are you and what do you do? My name is Chantal Tejada and I am the a sustainability specialist at Kingspan Insulated Panels, North America. All right. Well, that's a, so explain what Kingspan Insulated Panels are. What, what are they and how do they work? So they're metal insulation panels and basically they help to create like the envelope for building structures. Um, they improve energy efficiency, for example, and they're really well rated in terms of uh, embodied carbon were less than our competitors and other types of insulation or walls. What makes them low um, embodied carbon? So that's an interesting question. Uh, part of it is like the actual materials that go into it. Um, but another part of it is the actual operations and the things that we do 
uh, as part of mm -hmm. our sustainability plan, like improving energy efficiency or procurement of renewable energy. Uh, we're also trying to get um, solar PV in all of our own facilities. So things like that reduce the embodied carbon in yeah. specific products. And really, we're trying to do that in any way that we can, not only for the products and the embodied carbon, but for the impact that we have as a manufacturer. Right. So just to, to clarify for anybody who's listening who doesn't understand embodied carbon, it's the it's the carbon that's created in the entire process right, yeah. of creating the product from the very, very, very beginning of taking the materials out of the ground all the way through to delivery and installation and, and application, correct? Yeah, and it's even to disposal, right? So uh, I believe embodied carbon is about 11% of global greenhouse gas emissions. So that's a huge number yeah. if you think about it. Um, it. It is the whole life cycle of a product and eventually a building, right? Yeah, yeah. So I want to talk about the sustainability of Kingspan. But before we do that, talk, talk more about the product um, and and its benefits and its features and what are, what makes it a product that architects should be specifying? Um, so there's a couple of things. Like I mentioned, energy efficiency uh, is improved with the envelope um, and the products really lend themselves to that. And there's a, there's a different uh, type of product that you can really have depending on what you are looking for. Um, but I would say more than anything, this is where the world is moving towards. Um, you want to partner with and you want to purchase products that are trying to improve and not impact negatively impact the world. And yeah. that's really what Kingspan is trying to do. So on top of the just general efficiency of the product and on top of the performance of the product, you have all of these positive impacts that not only a Kingspan, our division of Kingspan is trying to do, but the whole group of Kingspan is trying to do. So I think it's sort of two-sided. Um, in terms of the products, you have what you need, and they are really great rated um, in terms, again, of performance. Um, but then you go a step further, and you understand that the impact that you can have by choosing something like Kingspan. Um, I would say Kingspan, I'm biased, <laughs> uh, but the impact that you can also have is a choice. Right, right. So does does it come in different textures and colors and, you know, how, do, how does it, in terms of a, an aesthetic selection, how does it compare to other products that would end up on a building like that? So. I can't fully talk about that just because I don't, so I don't come from a construction background, so I don't understand yeah. the specs and things like yeah. that. Yeah, no, I would just, I was just curious. Yeah. Just, so we can, let's, let's stick to the sustainability, uh, sustainability plan. Talk about what that is. Why did, why did Kingspan create this? So it sounds like it's a program. So, so explain what you're doing and, and why you're doing it. Yeah. So it's called Planet Passionate and it's a 10 year um, program in which we basically have decided to put very ambitious goals upon ourselves in the areas of energy, carbon, water, and circularity. Um, 
And there's a couple of reasons for that, but the main one is we understand the impact that we have and the responsibility that we have as a company to lead by example, but also to manage the impact that we're actually having. Um, so we chose energy, carbon, circularity because they're very material to the business. Um, we consume a lot of energy because we're a manufacturer. Um, the waste is a byproduct of production. And then carbon is also a byproduct of production in some cases. Um, water is not all that material for us. We do not use that much water, but it's something that we understand is going to be very scarce in the future. And therefore, we want to have an impact on it as well. So we have uh, hefty goals. We, for example, we're talking about embodied carbon. We're trying to get 60% direct renewable energy by 2030. We're trying to get solar PV into all of our sites. Um, so that's only for energy. But then we're also trying to become and will become net zero manufacturers by 2030, which is for carbon. And it's an intense goal. All of these are very intense goals. But they feed off each other and they sort of move us forward. It's um, with Kingspan. It's a company that I think you don't necessarily believe it to be true in the sense that it's a unicorn. You know, yeah. it's one of those companies that say that they want to talk and work and do everything that they can on sustainability. But they also do it even when it's not necessarily what makes the most financial sense. And I think... It doesn't make the most financial sense, but it is the responsible thing to do. And it is what moves the world forward, uh, I guess, in the direction that we want to be part of. And I think that speaks volumes, you know? Yeah, yeah. Is, is there any information that, that architects can um, online maybe to learn more about what you're doing? Yeah, so there's a, um, uh, it's called a white paper for just comparing different wall systems. And so it compares the quad core to two different wall systems. And so you can see sort of the impact that uh, each of these systems have. Uh, and it compares it, it, it wasn't done necessarily by Kingspan, so it's it's a third party. It's very neutral. Yeah. Um, and the goal really is for architects to understand, well, anyone who wants to read the white paper, to understand what impact their choices have and how that translates to you know impact on the environment so embodied carbon or the impact that it has in terms of specific uh, global warming potential you know yeah all right what else what else do you want to share before we wrap things up well i mean i would just say it's incredibly important that more manufacturers continue moving this way um unfortunately we're not in an incredibly populated road uh, down to sustainability yeah. and we would like to be that's the goal uh, we want to be able to compete on you know not only the grounds of performance but also of sustainability and how we impact the environment um, I think we need to start really thinking about the ways in which our decisions uh, have that impact and if we're okay with the impact that we're currently having And if we're not, just knowing that many people are moving forward in that direction, and we want more people to join. Yeah. So it's, that's what it sounds like. It sounds like Kingspan has made a decision to make a difference. Yeah. 
and they're going to do it whether the rest of the industry moves in that direction or not and they're yeah. hoping that they will be a leader so others will come and follow and do similar things and be inspired by what kingspan is doing yeah and it's honestly like for me working at kingspan like it's on a personal level i can tell you that it's incredibly inspiring because it again it's like a unicorn it's it's a, a company that is investing actually investing in sustainability and it's from the top down it's in all the levels and that matters you yeah. know the, forming that sort of culture of sustainability and of care because really we also have that social part of it um so forming that type of culture as an employee it makes you proud to work for them you know yeah and i would hope that our clients also feel proud when they choose us not only because of the performance i'm very happy about the performance but there's so much more to kingspan as well yeah very interesting i i appreciate you coming by and sharing a story about kingspan thank you thank you if you liked this episode of the entre architect podcast please share a rating on your podcast player right now go ahead click five stars then write a review and share a link to this special episode with a friend this episode of the Entree Architect Studio, it was brought to you by RCAT, the online resource delivering quality building material information, CAD details, BIM, specifications, and so much more, all for free at RCAT.com. Go check them out, ARCAT.com. Entree Architect is a member of Gable Media, the largest, most engaged podcast network in the world that's dedicated exclusively to the AEC industry. Listen and subscribe to all the shows at gablemedia.com. That's G-A-B-L media.com. If you offer building products or serve the AEC industry and you want to join me here at the Entree Architect Studio, let's connect. Send me an email at podcast at entrearchitect.com. That's podcast at entrearchitect.com. Thanks for listening to this special episode here at the Entree Architect Studio. I'll be back with our next regular episode of the Entree Architect podcast this Friday. Until then, love, learn, and share what you know. I've mentioned it to my family, but in terms of telling people like, oh yeah, we're doing this, I'm looking for projects. You got anything? Yeah. I'm, I'm not there yet because it scares the out of me. Dreaming of launching your own architecture firm? Well, buckle up for a wild ride with Emerging, the podcast that shares what it's really like to start an architecture firm. Where do we begin? We don't even know what type of business to formalize as. Is it an LLC? Is it an LLP? Like, how are taxes? I mean, the list is astronomical. Season one featured founders Jeffrey, Lexi, and Chris owners of Level Studio Architecture are your fearless guides on this unfiltered journey from napkin sketches to a thriving studio. One evening, stumbled into one last dive, we sat at the bar and pondered our postgraduate futures. Amidst the conversation, a napkin became the canvas for our aspirations, sketching plans and milestones, sealing our heartfelt commitment and shared dreams. In drawing down dreams on a napkin collectively, that <laughs> then you know in your head you've rooted like oh i'm connected to these people like long term the process of starting an architecture practice brims with excitement and challenges 
demanding meticulous planning, flawless execution, and unyielding resilience. I kind of hate the term because it's so overly used, but I think everybody knows imposter syndrome. And I think it's it's so real to this day. I, I, I don't know if it's with everybody, but with me, I'm always questioning like, us? Can we do this? Are we ready to do this? Are we prepared? Can we do it? Did we just decide a name? <laughs> we did it, guys. Oh my One that God. came out of nowhere. It came out of nowhere. I liked it. I saw it. Ready to turn your aspirations into reality? Follow the link in the show notes to subscribe to Emerging and chart your own path to architectural success. Calling all small firm architects. It's time to tap into your full potential with Entree Architects Context and Clarity, where inspiration meets innovation. Hey, it's Mark Arlapage, founder of Entree Architect, and I'm inviting you to join my two favorite co-hosts, Jeff Eccles and Katie Kangas, as they bring together authors, experts, and thought leaders for electric conversations with entrepreneur architects around the globe. It's not just a podcast. It's a community where dreams meet action. There's a simple equation there. And what for me, what that did, just doing that basic calculation was it allowed me to compare what I had actually saved in my retirement accounts to what I thought a possible projected annual spend might be. Artists are temperamental, so beautiful design is going to be a priority. When the job is done, we're going to actually need to live in the house, not live with the person who designed it. <laughs> and so for me, the, the artistic skill, the architectural skill is most important. And so I would say like that would be 60% of it, if not more. Gain insights to build a successful practice. Subscribe, engage, and let's redefine your future together. Join the Context and Clarity community, where every conversation adds to your blueprint for success.